FYI family, if you're listening to this today on Sunday, October 23rd, then you still have time to sign up for the Eclipse After Hours Club. Doors are closing at midnight Eastern time tonight. So if you want to get in on this three-week container where I guide you to work with the astrology of eclipse season and the energy of the season of the witch, tonight is your last chance to secure your spot. So all of the details and the link to sign up are in the show notes. Welcome to your weekly forecast for October 16th to the 23rd, 2022. It is a hella busy week this week, so let's get right into it. Today on Sunday, the 23rd, Saturn turns direct in Aquarius. So Saturn first turned retrograde on June 4th, 2022. And so for the last four months, we've been backtracking in our Aquarius house and really looking at the foundation in this area. Is it strong enough to hold our vision? Are we moving around this area of our life sustainably and responsibly? Saturn retrograde may have brought up these questions and asked us to look a little bit closer at what and how we are building in this area of our life. So let's look at the big picture for a second. Saturn has been in Aquarius since December 2020, and it will be there until March 2023. So we're in the final five months of this three-year Saturn transit that has brought major construction to our Aquarius house. So five months left before Saturn moves into a new sign, Pisces, and there it'll ask us to get serious about a different area of our life and a different topic. So over the next five months, what do you want to prioritize? What do you want to focus on more and less in order to finish this Saturn transit strong and really build up your Aquarius house in your chart strong? We won't have Saturn in Aquarius for another 30 years. So after Saturn retrograde is a really good time to get perspective on what building this area strong means. Also today on the 23rd of October, the Sun and Venus enter Scorpio. So Venus enters at 3.52 a.m. ET and the Sun follows at 6.52 a.m. ET. So Venus and the Sun move into Scorpio together just a day after the Kazemi in Libra, which happened yesterday on Saturday. So Libra season ended with this burst of clarity some awakening around our values and desires and a shift into really being able to claim what it is we want and act more assertively because venus transforms from a morning star and into an evening star when it meets up with the sun so we're shifting into this um much more focused and unapologetic way of moving around working towards our goals and Scorpio season in general is our time to set our sights on what it is we truly deeply want and channel our energy and unwavering commitment toward it. Scorpio rules desire, power, focus, and control. So we're leaning into the magic and potency of these Scorpio qualities to get what we want now. Venus will be in Scorpio until November 16th and the sun will be here until November 22nd. On October 25th, we have our highlight of the week, maybe the highlight of the month. We have our partial solar eclipse in Scorpio. It is exact at 6.49 a.m. ET. So a solar eclipse is a powerful new moon, a major new beginning that takes six months to play out. 
and this one on the south node is also a release so a new door opens that will activate a clearing of some kind this eclipse is both a new beginning and an ending a window into the future and a revelation around what just can't come forward with us scorpio is associated with the phoenix that's one of its incarnations rising from the ashes of destruction into eternal rebirth. So this eclipse is really alchemical and it can be a shedding of an older version of ourselves that liberates a new version of ourselves. This lunation is tightly conjunct Venus, which highlights some change around our value system, which could reflect in our relationships. Now, Venus has been really active leading up to this eclipse. Venus is our desires and values, and so the journey of this planet describes how our desires change and evolve. So let's talk about Venus and its journey up to this eclipse. On the 19th, it squared Pluto, bringing some truth to the surface. On the 22nd, it met up with the sun for its Kazemi, prompting an awakening of some kind. On the 23rd, it moves into Scorpio, becoming more unapologetic and focused. And then on the 25th, it conjoins the sun and moon for this powerful new beginning of this new moon eclipse, this burning off of the old and sparking up the new. This lunation will be the phoenix rising moment that the journey of this last week has led up to in some way in our lives. After this eclipse, we enter, of course, the eclipse gateway, which is the two-week period of accelerated growth between eclipses. So the next eclipse that we have in this season is November 8th, the Taurus lunar eclipse. So during this time, these next couple weeks, things are going to change fast. Self-care is of utmost importance right now. So there's still a lot more happening this week after that. On October 28th, Jupiter retrograde makes its way back into Pisces. So Jupiter has been taking a summer-fall intermission in Aries since May 10th, and it'll be back in Aries in December at the end of this year. But now that it moves into Pisces, we get to wrap up an older growth cycle that we were in earlier in the year, and again, do the work of Jupiter in Pisces, exploring deeper layers of our emotions and our dreams in one area of our life in our Pisces house. The day after that, on Saturday, October 29th, Mercury enters Scorpio, where it's going to be until November 17th. So with Venus, Mercury, and the Sun all in Scorpio, we want realness, honesty, and authenticity or nothing at all. Mercury, who is now out of shadow in this intense focused sign can really help us to get right down to business. There is a lot of Scorpio energy bringing us into November. We end the week on Sunday, October 30th, the day before Halloween, with Mars turning retrograde in Gemini. So Mars entered Gemini last month and really asked us to start getting comfortable with oscillating energy and focus like mars in gemini is not exactly a focused channel of energy and mars is going to be in gemini until march 2023 now it turns retrograde until january 12th 2023 and this gives us a chance to 
incubate new ideas and visions and do the inner work around the dreams that we want to make real in 2023. So this is our time to wrap up what needs to be wrapped up. Gemini is a mutable sign and so it can really help us with wrapping things up and clearing space for the new. Mars is the blade. So this could be a fantastic time to cut cords with limiting ideas or fears or energy leaks, maybe a lack of focus. And also just experiment with new forms of self-care and overall time and energy management. So we could have some new ideas and breakthroughs around what time and energy management and boundaries really need to look like now. So that is my forecast for you in terms of the astrology. Let's move into your cards. So let's pull cards for the week ahead, the week of October 23rd. Our final week of October and first official week of eclipse season. Come through tarot medicine five of swords judgment and the page of pentacles this week focus on your own page your own calling your own path. When you find yourself diverted in your focus in a way that drains your energy, when you start thinking about what other people are doing, how they're doing it, their path, their goals, how they appear to be doing, that is when we're missing the point. The point is coming through loud and clear this week. Judgment asks us to step forward into a higher vibration, even more courage, even more authenticity, even more of a commitment to showing up authentically and being seen and being honest with other people and with ourselves. There is no denying what that means this week. Very eclipse energy with judgment. Judgment is the second last card in the entire sequence of the majors. It's this final hurdle that we have to jump over before we can reach the world. That sense of completion and perspective on the whole of our journey and say, wow, here I am. I did that. I did that. And I'm complete now. I'm, I'm, I'm full. I'm, I get it. You know, I, I get what it was all about. I feel what I've learned. I'm in, I've integrated what I've learned and now I'm ready to move into a whole new cycle. We're on the precipice of something as we come up to this eclipse. At my time of recording, it's Sunday and we're in the dark moon phase, which is a murky, reflective time. You know, we're turning inward at this time, wrapping up the last cycle and preparing for the new cycle. And we can have this sense of anticipation right now as we come up on this, this eclipse, this solar eclipse, there is this new door that we're just about to walk up to in this long hallway. And maybe we can see the light underneath it. And we have this sense that what's on the other side? You know, I, I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to let go of some drain, some heavy older shit that's not mine anymore, that I just don't need to bring forward with me anymore. But we can't know what's on the other side until we get to it. But when we get to it, 
there's no mistaking, you know, that we are there. It's like we are clearly crossing a threshold and it will be harder to deny what is than it will be to, you know, continue acting with uncertainty, if that makes sense. With judgment, it's like, this is it. This is it. This is what is present. And this is what you're being asked to attend to. So how are you going to show up for it? You did this happen. You did this. This is where it got you. Now you have to deal with it. We're so close to the end of the year. And as we wrap up this year, you know, a lot of us could have some (laughs) realizations around what this last year was about for us or um, what we could have done better, what we should have done. There might be a lot of shooting ourselves this week with the Five of, of Swords, but know that with that clarity, you know, comes a lot of, of, of opportunity for self-love and constructive, you know, working with ourself, right? Like, only God can judge us. But Our intuition is speaking to us here. There's something that we're ready to put behind us. Some way of making ourselves available to other people that just doesn't work anymore. We move through the five of swords to learn the hard way, the value of our time, energy, and attention. We don't move through the five of swords to continually move through situations like the five of swords. Continually get tied up in some bullshit that doesn't really get us to where we want to go you know we go through hardships so that we can learn more and act better in a lot of ways i think about judgment as being very similar to the justice card there's that energy of kind of atonement coming in here so what are we going to make of this what are we going to do with this the universe is like will you continue to repeat older cycles or will you put the nail on the coffin and put those older cycles to rest and move forward. A simple question to ask yourself this week is what is energizing and what is draining? When I think about moving forward in this way, do I feel kind of drained or do I feel that kind of forward expansion, courage, a little bit of fear? But I want this. Page of Pentacles, we're claiming a seed, claiming a new intention and setting an intention. being specific and grounded and practical about it, thinking long-term. Pages start new cycles. There's some new cycle that's coming in here around our relationship to our values. As we come up on this second eclipse season of the year on the Taurus and Scorpio axis, the axis of values, spiritual values versus material values, we can have some clarity, you know, some ability to connect the dots now that we didn't have last eclipse season our last eclipse season was the first one of the year we were just starting in on this journey back in april and may just starting to get a sense of what the south node felt like in scorpio for us and what the north node felt like in taurus for us this invitation for clearing release in one area of our life and growth expansion allowing something to be pulled out of us in our Taurus house we were messy walking around just cobbling things together back in that first eclipse season now we can have a little bit more clarity come through we get a significant piece in the puzzle 
that comes through with this this eclipse on the 25th and we can say oh this like looking at the page of pentacles they hold their pentacle a symbol of their value their intention and they're like this is the one thing that i need to focus on right now this is the one thing that i know is is just full of life for me that quality of energizing this is the seed that will grow trust yourself and the seeds that you plant trust that you know what they need and trust that you know which ones to plant it wouldn't be surprising if older seeds that we planted a long time ago shot up around now things happen fast around eclipse season it's like karma activates we get what we deserve and it is coming through this week so keep your eyes open don't judge yourself that's not your job your job is to act in alignment with what's true and right for you and heed the call as they come through heed the calls as they come through and move with purpose every day intention every day and when you're feeling drained, when you're feeling like, ah, I just want this shedding, this clearing to be complete, then pause, then stop, then give yourself a moment to regroup and fill your cup. A very relational energy with this eclipse conjunct to Venus we're leaving behind relationships relationship dynamics maybe and putting our growth first and this might even be a matter of purging ideas about how other people are doing it declaring a little social media detox or taking a break from some conversation judgment this week choose your higher self over the weeds over pettiness over having something to prove needing to prove something to someone or some part of you choose your higher guidance we have death i can't tell you how many times i've seen this card come up over the last month we are putting something to rest and what is it what is what are we putting to rest our whole concept of reality as we know it right death is an all-encompassing ending that allows us to dissolve into total destruction in a certain way and rise up like a phoenix. This is the card that's connected to Scorpio. And we're in Scorpio season officially today. So this season is a time to move forward fearlessly. One step at a time towards the light. The new day is already dawning. We see it in the death card. We see that new day dawning. And we see what we can't argue with anymore. Death is, Scorpio season is, all about the things that we cannot negotiate with. We have to acknowledge the reality of death. 
when it comes knocking. It's coming knocking for us. Death and judgment bring strong imagery of, you know, coffins, letting the past go, shedding a skin. So this week highlights that. Be intentional about what you are releasing consciously and how you're acting, you know, do your intentions to put the past behind you match up to how you're actually speaking to people, allowing yourself to be spoken to, moving around the world, navigating your day. Maybe we can notice a little bit of dissonance this week. This week. I'm going to pull one more card. The Hermit. Big energies coming through in this reading. Our growth and expansion isn't necessarily about being physically more outward right it's about being more intentional deeper more true more refined more specific a real balance energy with the south node and north node we have to do our south node in order to to get the north node you know we have to do the work of clearing in our Scorpio house in order to receive the fruits that are growing in our Taurus house. It's like that balance. So this week calls for some inner work, paying attention to what is meaningful to us and releasing what is superficial. The hermit does not fuck with the five of swords. They don't have any time for that. So what are you going to make time for this week? What are you going to spend your precious, valuable time on this week? Don't spin your wheels. Don't keep working on autopilot just how you used to. This is an exceptional period of time that we're heading into with the eclipse season and Samhain. Be intentional. Make time and space for pockets of stillness every day to listen to your spirit, to meditate, to journal, to connect with your higher self. It's really easy to, especially in times of energy drain, if you're sensitive to the lunar cycles, then eclipse season can be quite a draining, tiring time. It's easy to underestimate or put those to the side, those little intentional rituals, but they're everything right now. It may not seem like enough, but it is. The Page of Pentacles reminds us of that. All beautiful kingdoms start with a seed planted, you know. So let's pull a Witch's Wisdom Oracle card. Spell manifestation. Okay, this is a good time for you to work with spells for magic abounds. 
Your manifestation abilities are heightened and a magical energy runs through you, all that you put your focus on. Your gift at this moment in time to bring about what you desire is strong as your understanding of the elements, herbs, and candle magic. But remember to be careful what you wish for as you could be blind to any unseen factors if the action that you take is not for the highest good. Manifestation asks that you heed the threefold law and remember that whatever you send out comes back. Be transparent about your wishes and take into consideration any consequences that may occur. Live accordingly in harmony with a level of consciousness that will harm none and be aware of your thoughts and words at every moment. Master this and you will be in a position to receive all that you ask for. It may not seem like enough, but it is. Speak words of love and truth and hope and honesty and the universe will pay attention to that thank you for listening my friends i am sending you all of my love this week ahead and i hope that eclipse season is good to you